0: "'What do you want to stop for?' "'Please, sir,' said Jim, not looking at the man, "'but at the flames in the fire, "'which made his eyes smart and blurry. "'You ought to go home at once,' Barney insisted. "'Your mother will know the other boys have gone. "'She'll wonder what kept you so late.' "'I ain't got no mother.' "'Your father, then. "'I ain't got no father.' Barney was getting impatient. Jim could see that. It was almost as if he didn't believe him. Where are your friends then? Where do you live? I ain't got no friends. Don't live nowhere. Barney stared at him. He walked away from the fire and back to it again, then went to the desk. He sat down on his chair and stayed with his hands drumming across the flat of the do- of the desktop like the patter of rain on a roof. Jim wondered if he was angry with him. It's the truth, sir, he said anxiously. I ain't telling you no lies, he spoke in a whiny voice that other street boys used to adopt. Used to adopt. Tell me, the man said at last, how many boys are there like you, sleeping out on the streets? Heaps, said Jim, more than I can count. It was Barney's turn now to stare into the fire, as if there were secrets in its flames or answers to, the gr- to great puzzles. He was as still and as quiet and, and quiet as he had gone to sleep. And Jim kept still too, afraid to break into the man's thinking. The only sound was the spitting of the logs and outside the bleak voice of the wind. Now, the man said very slowly, like... Someone creeping upon a bird in case they frightened it away. If I am willing to give you some hot coffee and a place to sleep, will you take me to to where some of these boys are? The gi- Jim looked sideways at him. "You wouldn't tell the police?" "No," said Barney. "I won't tell. The, I wouldn't tell the police." "All right," said Jim. "I'll take you." It was some time later that they arrived at the. at the high high wall of the market. Jim stopped afraid again. What if Barney told the police about them and sent all the boys to the workhouse? But if he didn't show Barney, he wouldn't get a hot meal and the shelter to sleep in. He didn't know what to do. Barney seemed to understand and just stood waiting and watching while Jim glanced from side to side, afraid to be seen by anybody in the man's company. He had almost made up his mind to run away and leave him standing there. When the man said, What's your name? Jim, sir. Out it came, and it sounded such a special thing. that in That's it, it now, Jim thought to himself. That's the last thing I've got, and I've just given it away. Where are they, Jim? Up there, sir. Jim pointed to the roof of the market shed. There? And how do I g- And how am I to get up there? I'll show you, Jim. Jim made light work of it. There were well-worn marks on the bricks where the mortar had fallen or been picked away. Jim shinned up quickly and leaned over the edge, holding down a stick. Barney grabbed it and heaved himself upwards and stood shaking, brushing his clothes and his grazed hands. He held up his lantern and there all around him lay the boys curled up in their rags of clothes, sleeping like dogs.